0: my listeners um today in studio i have a special guest yeah you should see how she's acting (laughs) um so this is someone i've known for years as in almost 20 years yeah yeah is it 20 years Yeah. yeah No,
1: I'm thinking it's more than 20 years. You're you're about turn 21. We've known each other our whole lives.
0: yeah. But then like when you're a kid, you don't know you know someone.
1: Yeah, but then I bet <laughs> her parents put us together the whole time.
0: <laughs> anyway guys, so this is how we... This is literally us all the time. This is Stephanie Musioki in the building. A.K.A. Nisame. Yeah. Ma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, tell us why... Why did you choose to be here today?
1: Daisy's holding my family hostage. I
0: have to do this. Yeah, did I say? We are cousins. So I'm not sure which family is being held hostage. So she sent me pictures of my family. And
1: she's like, if I don't come here by this time, she's going to send me my mom's middle finger. So...
0: Wow. Or yeah, yeah. I have my contacts in Kenya, as in they'll just do the <laughs> job for me. I just yeah. She's like them. she's gonna
1: send me a severed finger in the mail. So I was like, <laughs>
0: oh, oh, okay, cool. I have to say, mm-hmm. you look good today. Mm-hmm. Like Things. Steph's hair is so big now. Like her afro looks like um, looks a like wig. a wig. <laughs> That's a compliment, by the way. Only people with afros will will <laughs> Like will know how how much of a compliment you know. That actually, is.
1: on this, yeah. There's a time my sister Nana, she took a picture of me and then she posted on her Instagram that she's starting a business selling wigs. And it was just my hair. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, ladies, ladies, I'm starting a business for wigs. And yeah, (laughs) and it was a whole thing.
0: Well, there you go. When life fails you, you can be a model. (laughs) Um, Actually, do you remember? So Asuka's went for a holiday in... Malaysia and Singapore, yeah. do it. As in, guys were taking random pictures of us. It's like they've never seen black people before. Yeah. So we don't know where these photos went. As yeah. in, some <laughs> photos were random. Like guys would take selfies and put yeah. you in their photos, and you don't know you're there. So maybe we're somewhere in China, or like some yeah, Asian being country sold. being sold, I don't yeah. know, bleaching cream from this to that. <laughs> I don't know. Or like <laughs> wigs. Yeah. Yeah. So mm, you might already have a modeling career. You oh don't my you goodness. Know? I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Excited for what? For my
1: modeling career. <laughs> 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 Would you cut that out? <laughs> cut, cut that out. Out. <laughs> oh, no! Oh. You know, I'll be listening
0: to this and I will cringe <laughs> so hard. I mean, shit. <laughs> that is so funny. You know, that's funny here. No. Especially if you're Kenyan. You know, oh, I yeah, realized yeah. this, like oh, yeah. when I came here, shrubbing is just a Kenyan thing. By oh, yeah, the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. We think at TCG, everyone cares when you mispronouncement it, yeah. it's just a kenyan thing so i know the kenyan listeners are like dying somewhere oh no Did i say she's Kao, so it's fine i'm um, cucumber but then the r l i'm thinking that's kikuyu that's mom yeah that's definitely cute yeah
1: yambo yambo as kilizeni. na tunatoka pa kutoka sae institute and sae quantum
0: what's that
1: and too. <laughs> Just but i thought it's sae institute it is yeah so like, okay
0: yeah. oh i think I, I threw her off a little bit anyway let's 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 start we look at that all we started already see nothing's going on I, yeah I, <laughs> like this podcast is as raw as it gets all the I mistakes know. you make all the things you think I are mistakes know people can't take stuff unfiltered i need to be cut and you know i'm sorry girl oaks so this is our only family member i have in australia hi like blood family before some people start clipping up on me like i love you actually no this is the only family (laughs) i have just to be clear Mm -hmm. um how's your experience been so far In Melbourne. Oh, my goodness. You've been here, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I've been here, yeah.
1: And I keep remembering. I've been having flashbacks to how it felt when I got here. Actually, Daisy was my first call when I got here, remember? So I get here, and I've come by myself. And I'm from the plane. And, you know, um, I don't want to sound gross, but it was that time of the month. Surprise. And so I'm coming. I'm coming here. I've never been really independent. I'm traveling by myself for the first time. And, um, Daisy, I had told Daisy when I was coming in, so she was to see me the next day. And, um, so I get to my room and there's nothing, there are no bed sheets. there's no soap. I don't know what I thought I was going to walk into. <laughs> there was no soap, there was no pillows and I had a panic attack. So I called Daisy crying and I'm sitting on my bed and already I feel so gross. You know how it is when you're coming out of yeah. a plane, of a flight and i call daisy crying she comes like she likes to tell people this story you know how she oh, Jesus. so Do she's I, like really? yeah she she likes it's like this party so. story she made me curry bugs yeah anyway, oh, yeah. so she comes yeah, yeah, it was it yeah. was quite sweet so she comes she brings me food and already I'm just like, I was crying. I was having this panic attack. So she takes me, we go to Coles, the nearest shopping center, and we buy the things I need. And she carried bags. Like, she helped me carry bags for such a long route. They were, like, stairs. It was it was quite nice.
0: I think it was, like, just to add on to that. The thing is, the thing, why I remember that is because, so we had bags, like, we we did a lot of shopping. Did mm-hmm. I say, there was nothing. <laughs> but then I don't know why I didn't think of taking an Uber. Yeah but that didn't come to mind we decided to take the trap but then all the all the plastic bags were ripping that was what made it so frustrating oh
1: goodness it was so terrible (laughs) we had milk in there we had milk
0: we We had had everything you could think of we
1: had plates like big dishes oh and you've just walked
0: in you guys are recording yeah Yeah. say hi they're listening to (laughs) Hey. wow so Mm enthusiastic yeah
1: keep going yeah 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 so now we are carrying all these things and there's stairs I don't know we didn't think about it we didn't think about the distance coming back because when we were walking we were walking slowly, I was still it was still new to both of us yeah it we was had never so been new. To
0: yeah, and that come oh, it's so freaking big. Mm. As in, the walk back was...
1: You know, that, it traumatized me that every time I go shopping, I put, like, I quadruple bag my shopping bags. Even though I have things like just <laughs> onions inside, I put bags and bags and bags, like plastic bags. I know it's no good for our environment, but, hey, goodness, that was terrible.
0: Wow. That was horrible. Yeah. It's because yeah. home, you're used to... I don't A know. Car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you can... And... It's... It was a good first... It wasn't a fun first day, but it was a good Memorable. first day. Yeah, it was it's, like, oh shit, this is my life for the next few years. Oh, goodness. And then
1: um, when you get here and you realize that they don't bag your groceries.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. So ah. in supermarkets in Kenya, bagging your stuff like into the plastic bag... Is an actual job, yeah. So in Australia, that would be maybe if you go to like the checkout place mm-hmm. and how they bag your stuff for you, but that's an option. Here. I've not
1: even seen that, I've never seen someone bagging your things. Hey, where do you shop? Um, Coles, but I do self checkout,
0: yeah. There's but there's there's like you can yeah. go to the other checkout.
1: I've, n- I've never been to that checkout in Coles, maybe Aldi's, but then Aldi's you have to bag your things, as yeah. Well. Aldi, <laughs> yeah, it's
0: Aldi, but yeah, so that's that's also something I find pretty really interesting when mm-hmm. I came. I'm like, oh.
1: My friend Ruby was saying, because I was asking her, what was it? Like, what was that thing that you realized? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that
0: was it? Mom is not
1: here. Yeah. I... She said she broke down in the middle of calls <laughs> crying. Cause, or she but she just started crying because she realized that there's no one even to bag her groceries. That's how alone she is.
0: What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What, what was
1: that moment for you that you were like, oh, my goodness?
0: I think... Um, I think I had a few moments. I remember when I came, so I had like, I came in maybe, I came in on a Monday. I had orientation on Wednesday. So I came in Monday. um, I was staying with uh, some family friends. They had like a school thing for, (laughs) that I had, I went to after that. So I kind of slept, but I didn't get over that jet lag. Mm -hmm. But also it helped doing stuff. Cause it helped me adjust. Yeah. Then the next day, I was like learning how to use public transport. So Michael, who's my um auntie's husband, he like showed me how to catch a tram. We came to uni mm-hmm. so that the next day, which is my orientation day, I know how to get here. And then, cause I needed to open a bank account. Now that one day, um, I was trying to get to Nab in Docklands, like the the one behind and Cross. Okay. Yeah. So I only knew how to catch the train from Southern Cross. Like if you took me to Flinders Street, I'd be so frustrated because I did really not <laughs> know where to go. Yeah. And I was Google mapping the whole time, but then Google Maps kept on rerouting. And I I spent an hour and 15 minutes Trying to get oh. to NAB. And when I found it, I realized I was rotating. Like, I was moving around the same area. And <laughs> NAB was literally just there. But I don't know why my Google Maps kept rewriting.
1: Because maybe you were coming to the entrance and then turning around. So maybe they think you want to take another no, route. No,
0: like, I wasn't. Like, the, bu- the building, yeah. I wasn't, like, next to the building or something. It was yeah. like, I'm behind it. Like, there's another building hiding NAB or something. But for some reason... And then by the time I got to the bank, I'm like, oh, cool. I get in. I'm like, yeah, I'm here to open an account. They're like, oh, maybe try and come in tomorrow. Because it's like five minutes to five o'clock. I was so, so done. I'm just like, this is I'm it. tired of this country. Yeah. As in, I want to
1: go back home. Because orientation
0: day, I was, wearing, I was actually wearing this sweater yeah. that I'm wearing now. It's really light. But then in Kenya, this is warm enough.
1: Yeah.
0: And then... In the morning the sun was out but it was i came i remember i came here just before summer mm. like it was meant to be summer already but then spring was taking so much time mm. as in the summer wasn't coming so i was like oh the sun's out this is gonna be warm enough dude the wind the wind i was dying of cold and also because i didn't have a bank account i wasn't walking around with like so much money to yeah. buy clothes so my money was home i couldn't buy anything but that that nab day like finding the bank and then realizing every time i walk there now i'm just like and you're like "Hmm." "Hmm." yeah yeah i guess that was it for me but then now looking
1: back you're like that was so trivial i could have done this this and this and this
0: exactly yeah but then the one thing that i i did a lot when it came was get on random trams yeah most of the times it wasn't random it was like i'm trying to go in this direction i find myself in a tram headed the opposite direction. Yeah. I'm just like, far out. I'm in mm-hmm. already. Let's see where this tram goes. Oh well, so and then <laughs> let's see where we go. Yeah. And then I discovered so many places that I probably wouldn't know. And that also helps me. I like me that about you. Like I just used to walk randomly in the city. Yeah. But that was advice I was given for like my auntie. So
1: Yeah, but then that's so cool about you. For me, if I don't know something i will be like, Meh like I'll get by with just the little I know. I want to go mm. out of my way to know like, you know, I this is my first time coming to SAE. I have never even thought about seeing where SAE is on the map or where it is in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. But then since I have to come here, it's just on a necessary, like on a need to know basis. For you, you'd want to know where you are in all mm. parameters.
0: I guess to some extent. Yeah. To be honest, if you weren't in Barwood, <laughs> I wouldn't be in Deakin. But what would yeah. I be doing in Deakin, for example? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess. I I I am adventurous to some extent. and I guess that's similar with vanne Vane's oh, yeah. step sister, like yeah, yeah, she's yeah. she's always like wanting to find new stuff, and that's where we get along really well. Like, because that's why she's your favorite uh, cousin. This is gonna come up somehow, uh, maybe. Is that why she's your favorite cousin? They're similar. I oh. don't know. Let's, let's talk about this. This is like a blast oh, from the past. Okay. Literally. Interesting. Like years ago. Mm. Okay. What the fuck are you doing? Is that
1: seductive? I, <sighs> I want to start doing mukbangs. You know how, like the oh ASMR, I have no. the the soothing sounds. Like this is deaf,
0: <sighs> like on a normal day.
1: Oh no, are you still gonna keep this in? <laughs> yeah, aye, Daisy. <laughs> I'm gonna be saying that a lot.
0: Yo, you're gonna take this out here, and then when I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, she kept it. I always keep stuff. Oh no. But and this is like super, super uncomfortable.
1: Some people sound very polished. I was listening to Fatma's. Wow, that was probably that the was rawest so one. Like
0: that's how articulate she is. Like she's how- so
1: articulate. Like how do you do this? Do you just like? Because she sounded like she has ideas. For me, I have my ideas, but it takes me so long to get where I'm going. It takes me so long to get to my point. I won't just—I don't know—and I get too distracted. For her, it was like she was getting to her point, even when she was talking about something emotional. Because I was listening to when I think she was talking about Wani, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, yeah, even though you're finding it hard to say what you're saying, I can understand. So for me, people will be like, it's
0: different for everyone. I think everyone has like their own journey. Yeah, I struggle sometimes to articulate myself. And I guess this podcast is also a way for me to f- uh, build on that yeah. cuz then I'm speak I can't be um all the time. The first few episodes I think I did that a lot. You did lots of um, said, <laughs> mm, uh, um. I'm like okay yeah and there was like conversation would pause sometimes. Yeah. But that's the beauty of this. It just comes out the way it's recorded. Yeah. It's just chill like let's talk and whatever. Sure. But also being around people who are really articulate helps me, like, it, it kind of pushes you, and I think I spoke about this in, like, what did I call the previous episode? Six? Take six. Oh, take six. <laughs> hey, I don't even remember my own yeah. stuff.
1: Uh, into, so good, I think guys. I,
0: like, the seven, in those seven minutes, I think I mentioned it, like, being around people who, some of my friends who are really articulate, Yeah. and just seeing how they put their points across, and for me, sometimes I have to go around in circles yeah. before I i get to what i'm trying to say yeah so being around guys who are like that helps me also i mm. guess yeah That's in cool. to to get to that point mm. get good friends mm. it helps. i know but
1: then mm, my friends <laughs>
0: <laughs> how many friends i do love you, you have? guys well um no i was actually joking you don't you oh, don't have to answer no that. actually
1: it's a very easy well here in melbourne my closest <laughs> friend bibin I used to leave oh, you She's Bibin, back in shout Indonesia. Out. She's
0: such a cool chick. She is. Like, she's actually so cool. Bibin, funny. if you're listening,
1: I love you so much.
0: I love you. Oh, wow, don't cry. Sorry.
1: Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> to my real G. Yeah, no. But then, yeah. So when I was here, I used to spend so much time with Bibin. Yeah, but then now, I've gotten to know my other housemates and I'm kind of obsessed with them too. I honestly think, I don't think that there's some people, like my old housemates, the guys who, you know, Eat my
0: food. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I don't think they'll ever hear this. I'm scared. <laughs> the guys who I'm... ate her food. Stop. <laughs> this is take steps stuff.
1: It's a if it's not you,
0: and if if it's you listening to it, it's
1: not you. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's not anyway. Yeah. So and now my housemates, wh wow, they're straight fire. I'll send them the link to this podcast so they know I shouted them out. Rotika and Moskan.
0: Pour me water. Yeah. Oh, this is a part (laughs) of you. She left me out to dry. Like, legit, that was meant to be like a continuation.
1: I think, think, oh, sorry, this is a different, it's off topic. I think that you studying this podcast has brought us closer together. Well, not us closer together, but then at times you look like you just have it all figured out. (laughs) You know, you look very systematic. (sighs) Even though, no, even though maybe you do not have your shit together, it looks like. You know the steps towards making it better. It looks like you always very—I don't want to say calculated because that kind of sounds manipulative.
0: It kind of okay, yeah, I get but you yeah,
1: yeah, but you're always very um systematic. I think that's the best way I can phrase it. You hmm. know, and now I'm kind of seeing you in a different light. I don't know. I just feel I've known you for twenty years, <laughs> and I feel I feel closer to you now, and ever since we came to Melbourne, because you're showing me this emotional side of you.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice.
1: Because I used to think you're a battery-operated
0: machine. <laughs> oh, my God. So a lot of my... a Some some of my family members and some of my friends just think I'm like that. Like, I, I'm i so insensitive to emotions. Mm-hmm. It's just because I don't necessarily show emotions the same way everyone else does. Um, but a lot of that also had to do... I don't know if I spoke about this in take six. But a lot of it has to do with the fact that I just didn't know how to be vulnerable with myself. Yeah. And yeah, I get what you say. Like this this podcast has helped a lot. And that was one of the reasons that I started doing it because I get to talk about myself a bit more.
1: yeah,
0: um, And also get to understand, I got to understand myself a bit more last year. So that really helped. And now I'm learning how to deal with stuff differently, yeah. but also deal with other people. Like I think I was sharing this with you before, um, in terms of me being calculated or all figured out, a lot mm. of people do think that because they say it. They're like, oh my God, you have your stuff together. I'm just like, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I do not. <laughs> right now, by the way, I have like 10 or 12 days to move out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a house <laughs> to move into. It's not even funny, but it's funny. I've just like, I've figured a point where I'm just like, it's gonna work out like somehow it has to work Um, out i will let you know when i get a house but the thing is yeah a lot of people think i have it figured out Mm. and maybe it's just because of how i deal with like i don't necessarily talk about stuff to begin with and i may not talk about the things that are not working for me and i used to think about it in the sense that if i tell you how you're going to help me you know what i mean so like sometimes it's not about that you just want someone to listen yeah Sometimes yeah. yeah. But then for me I used to like I wouldn't share stuff with someone cuz I'm like how are they going to But help then me? because
1: of that because of that I feel like um many of my friends have told me this I'm not like tooting my own horn. But then I try to create a safe space for someone that they can talk to me about stuff. I'd like to be I'm I'm very nurturing. I'd like to help. And because of that and I'm assuming with many of your friends because you look calculated or you look like you have everything figured out they've not given you that space like they they think you don't need it so when i talk to you Mm -hmm. i will talk to you about you know okay so this is going on maybe oh you're moving in you have to find a place in 12 days i'm like oh okay cool i won't ask you so how that how does that make you feel like oh my goodness it's freaking me out (laughs) you see like i wouldn't start that and maybe that's the fault of your friends for not giving you for not giving you that space for you to feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable Mm,
0: i don't think it's Mm. more of like um I don't think I can fault them in any way. It's also just because even when they tried, I'd just build a wall. And it's not like I was telling myself to not tell them something. It's also, it has a lot to do with how I grew up and like the things that I, my experiences growing up and how I dealt with things Mm. growing up and stuff. So I did not realize that was working against me until like recent years yeah when i started pinning things down to something else yeah. so sometimes things would happen and i would be like oh crap this is happening because of blah 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 that happened when i was 15 and i'm like oh that's why i have a hard time talking about this i remember mm-hmm. there's one time i <laughs> there's one time um I spoke to someone about something that was really personal. And I did that because the other person went, was going through this a uh, similar thing. Yeah. And this is someone I considered like a best friend. And then after, <laughs> after I told her all those things, she was like, she moved on. She made it about herself, pretty much. And it was something, I don't know, we started talking about something stupid, like a boyfriend yeah. or something else. And I was just like, are you joking? Like at yeah. that point, I'm like, do you know how hard it took me to even to open up to you. talk about yeah. something like this and then you're the one person i considered like my closest friend at that time so having something yeah i guess that particular incident actually closed me off a lot mm-hmm. like after that happened i was just like if i exactly if i tell someone how are they going to help me and that's yeah. how i thought about things and i think about i'm trying to also create like a, a line again i guess like for that because also i tend to be very um you know you're saying calculated yeah. that comes about it like when something happens i'll be like okay this has happened how do we move on from here but for someone else something happens they want to cry about they'll it they'll react fast yeah that's normal daisy <laughs> exactly. i honestly
1: find you like right now i think i don't know i feel like i love you more i can relate to you more i love you so much because you're my cousin and other than that, we've been really, really, really close friends ever since you yeah. were younger. I've spent so much time with you. But then I have never felt... And I love you for who you are. I think people are unique and that's people's beauty. Wow, it feels like you're, you're
0: farming your love right now. No, it I'm honestly joking, I'm feels, I'm it feels like
1: a, a new kind of love. I yeah, love yeah. you, but then now I can relate to you. And I feel closer. I feel closer to you because... I feel like that part of our relationship never grew. Mm. I mean, yeah, I tell you sometimes when I'm sad, but then even when I'm going through stuff, like let's say I am having a fight with my boyfriend or just something, I wouldn't think first person to talk to is Daisy, but then you're the most, you're the closest person here to me and you probably know me the most. But then, and you know, like, okay, if I tell you this, you'll be like, do this. And I know I can trust you with that. And it's not like I don't trust you. Or it's just that I know it's pointless to tell you. Because I always, I always thought that for you, you think, you know, emotions are, eh, like, they're useless. They're, they're just extra.
0: Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: But now when, when you open up, and I'm thinking now that you have... I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe you did it's not have relatable. that time. You feel like
0: it's yeah. I can maybe, actually share something. maybe maybe
1: you didn't have that space to open up that kind of dialogue with me as well, or mm. with any of your friends, for you to to build this when you were younger. Yeah. And now that you have a podcast, it's well not a podcast because I'm thinking this this has been going on for the last year or so. Yeah. I've been seeing you changing and growing, and I'm very very proud of that. Thanks. And now that you even started a podcast, like I love this podcast so much because. <laughs> For me, it's someone that I've known for 20 years, becoming this whole new person. I feel like, you know how when you see your kids becoming successful, I feel like she's finally letting this whole side of her grow. I don't know how to explain it, but every time I listen to a podcast and she's having these dialogues with people, I'm like, this kind of daisy, it's not like a new kind of daisy, it's just that. She buried this part of her for so long, and maybe she didn't have you. I'm sorry, I'm talking about you like you're not here. I'm like, yeah, no, you didn't have this space with other people, and for that, like, even I wish that you kind of nurtured it, but you know, everything Mm. happens for a reason, and I'm so proud of who you're becoming. Thanks, you know, thanks for all
0: those things you've said. Mm -hmm. But I think that one, uh, just to pick up on one thing that you said, which is, um everyone else didn't think that I'd, like, be there emotionally. Mm. Because I found a lot of times, like, I'd be the one listening to other people, Mm. which I really like. But also, again, at the same time, put off people because they just don't see me being... And I think that's what happened... Like to us, you don't mm. see that emotional side of me. I mean, I I'd
1: tell you, it's not like I don't trust you. Yeah, it's just that like, I, I, don't, I don't trust you to tell you how I'm feeling. Because <laughs> I don't think you'd understand. you look at me like, okay, you're wasting your time. Yeah. This is what you should do and this and this. I mean, i tell you the big things like, oh yeah, this is happening and this is happening and this mm. is happening. But I will not call you on a daily basis to tell you I'm feeling this and this and this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I guess also change of environment. Mm. And the thing is, when you're away from everyone (laughs) that you tell or do stuff with you're literally eight hours ahead so i don't have the luxury of at least at that time when i came i didn't have that friendship that family that's there and it's like who are you gonna talk to nobody that space allowed me to find myself yeah because then i had to Deal with stuff that I was avoiding for all those years. It's not like everything happened last year, but then of course it gradually got there. But I feel like last year was just my hugest part of growth in within myself and figuring things out. And yeah, and it shows. It
1: really, really shows. Like I've seen. I was listening to take to take six. And you were Man, like it if you so met cool me. and it was
0: so right. It was so I
1: thought that the <laughs> the title was so dope. I found it so nice. But I was listening to it and you were like, if you met me before last year, you need to re meet me. Yes. You need to be reacquainted with this Daisy. Yeah. It's like Daisy five point It's like <laughs> it's like, you know that new robot? What's her name? I
0: don't The one know. who's
1: even like she's quite sassy. I've forgotten the name of this robot. Oh crap. Anyway, it's like you're now you've tapped into this whole side of you that didn't know existed and if you knew daisy you know she's pretty bomb like she sets her Aww. mind to something and she does something <laughs> so can you imagine her being like 10 times even more awesome because now she's human it's like having this <laughs> robot that can do anything <laughs> she's Human, and then now all of a sudden she can be your friend too <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. i mean
1: i think that's quite cool
0: yeah
1: <laughs> She's human. Cool. What the hell?
0: Honestly, now you you look more human. I think like also just in case. Not that I'm thinking about this picture we're painting. I mm. look like a robot. <laughs> the Daisy that was like I, I let me describe myself like a few years ago. I'm a very jolly person. Yeah. But then that doesn't mean I'm always happy. jolly or like happy. And well, ninety percent of the times mm. I am.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, people never got to see that. That's what, like, Steph has been trying to say. Yeah. So don't think as in I was, like, straight face. Yeah. No, no, or- no, 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 no. <laughs> she's,
1: actually, she's very, she's always laughing. She's very happy. She's great to talk to. I was so nervous coming here because Daisy was here for a few months and talking to her on the phone, it sounded like home. She sounded like, you know, she was fine. And that's the kind of person who Daisy is. Like, she's that person who comes mm. into your life and you realize it. You're like, yeah and I'm, i bet people who've met you in here they're yeah. like yeah yeah
0: they're like yeah, yeah. i mean yeah there's, there's days in my life <laughs> oh thanks for that yeah. well yeah. she'll probably have you here more so you can talk about <laughs> things about me yeah keep keep talking keep talking keep yeah. sharing me with gifts and that's daisy <laughs> she's paying me for this <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> This episode is not sponsored. Sponsored by Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Brought yes, to you by Daisy. Sponsored by Daisy. Oh my god. Um so let's talk about childhood. Oh, uh, a little bit. Hmm. As guys grew up, we didn't grow up like together like in the same house, but we used to live so close to each other. Yeah. Like a few minutes away from each other. We went yeah. to like the same church. Yeah our moms are actually cousins so we are yeah. second cousins we're not even first cousins but we're pretty close yeah and our parents are too yeah uh, yeah they're like, really close yeah, they
1: were, honestly i didn't know honestly get this yeah i didn't know they were cousins up until i was like 12 i really? thought they were sisters and then oh. mom introduces me well introduced me to your moms to your show, show. and i was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? But I know my was Aww. And then I go to your family gatherings and then you introduce me to your cousins. And I'm like, oh, so oh, my no. cousin too. <laughs> I didn't realize there was such a,
0: like, it's your mom. Yeah. they cousins. Like, yeah. I see how that's possible. Because yeah. I think I thought that as well. Shosho mm-hmm. means grandma. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, we use a lot of, like, different <laughs> yeah. languages. At some point you said Ficard. And I
1: was like, hey, I remember. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I am us.
0: <laughs> That's a habit a lot, especially with guys who live in Nairobi, yeah. to make Swahili words English. Yeah, I kujad I ended. Oh wait, I kujad is in Swahili. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I came out. <laughs> how do you even? Yeah, someone was speaking to me today. This is so off topic. Yeah. And he was like, um, he's telling me how he met someone. He was networking at a club. Yeah. But then before he said that, he's like, oh, I met this guy at the Doof and I'm like oh is that a place no oh. just some guy from uni and I was like oh is, is a doof like a place it's like no like doof like rave. do you know what a rave is and I'm like I you
1: <laughs> you know I try to Aye. make I make
0: African jokes but then people you know
1: how um, someone shows you something on their phone and um you wouldn't really know how to use an Android phone or an Apple phone or something oh, yeah. different and then I'm like oh yeah we don't have phones in Africa and then they're like really and I'm like no i'm kidding like i say i say so many things like oh yeah we don't have this in africa and they're like wait really i'm like no No, it's a freaking joke it's
0: thank god for wakanda yay and black panther yeah oh my god (laughs) like you guys that was the greatest guys oh guys in melbourne hashtag sponsored (laughs) <laughs> black panther can spo- you can sponsor me any please anytime, sponsor this podcast please you want to, you to, want to yeah <laughs> like give us tickets. Yeah. but in all seriousness i think the timing of black panther especially in melbourne yeah was perfect because this is when the hashtag gang is going on yeah. still and for those who are not aware, there's just a hashtag because some of the politicians in Kenya, <laughs> in Kenya, Jesus, mm. in Australia, Mums. I'm so used to talking about politics in Kenya, in Australia have been um, talking ill about um, black people, especially African refugees, and particularly South Sudanese um, refugees saying that they're part of gangs and they don't do anything. They've just been talking about uh, negatively about them. So when Black Panther came out, I was just like,
1: good timing. And I feel like it just shows Africa in such a nice light. Yes. I was so nervous when I went. I was actually in quite a, a mood the whole day. And... um. So I went with my partner for this,
0: yeah. And oh, he she's so me Aussie now. She's saying partner. He convinced partner. me. <laughs> partner is boyfriend, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, they say that a lot here.
1: Yeah, he convinced me to come for the movie. I was not in the mood because I was just like in my head, I hate superhero movies. Like, I don't understand them. Like, what is going on? So um, he convinced me to come. And in my head, I was thinking no one would invest in, in a black film in like an all black film for it to be as good as people people like franchises like Superman, Batman, Spider Man. Yeah. They can have sequels and all these movies. But as for a really like very heavy black African or African American, just black essence film.
0: P O C I just <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I just thought that No one is optimistic enough. No one trusts us without us so much to invest. Mm. And the whole time I was in the cinema, I was even Googling where these shots were. And I was like, I was so glad that they didn't give it like a shitty budget. Hold on, hold on, hold
0: on. The whole time you were in the cinema. Yeah.
1: Like I was watching the movie and I was like, Oh my goodness, look at this. Like it must have cost so much to produce this film. Mm. So it made me so happy to know the people trusted these actors and, these people to carry this film to... Because I saw it was shot in South Africa, in Ghana. There were shots in Uganda, Texas, California. Like, that's not easy to shoot. Mm. It's, And I was so glad. Because it just... I was happy that people trusted this film... Mm. Enough to know that it's gonna be this big because the whole time I was like, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be nice and black people will stun it because it's an all black film. And I used, I was thinking, oh, this is the start, but I was like, they did so great. Mm. This film was so amazing.
0: Yeah, I think you, it, it, especially what I saw in Melbourne. Yeah, like I'm usually very, um in terms of like black movement stuff mm. and. <laughs> Well, that all that talk around like blackness and colorism and racism. Well, you know when you when you're so used to being when you come from the a majority, pre- like yeah, when you're so used like to being like what the majority, is racism? You know, you know racism happens. You yeah. know what it looks like, but you're seeing it from the screen or mm-hmm. you're hearing it from someone else. But when you're in that position where you're a victim of it, it's so different. And then. My appreciation of Black Panther, like, yeah, I was on some Wakandan juice, like, outside of that. But you Mm. did say, like, you didn't expect... I honestly um, didn't. I was very, I was very pessimistic. I agree.
1: I thought that they'd just give it a shitty budget. You know, they were just trying to be politically correct. They didn't want to turn down the movie. Yeah. I didn't even watch the trailer because, again, I said I'm not a big fan of superhero movies. So it didn't appeal to me outside. Like, I would not go if it was Superman or Batman or something else. So I'm thinking it was just something. You know how they put they put black people in a movie for diversity? So I'm thinking someone was guilted into this film. They were going to give it a shitty budget because mm. they didn't trust the art. They didn't trust that these art actors could carry forward this movie.
0: And do you think that is because that is what you see happening? Always. Yeah, exactly why. <laughs> exactly
1: why. Like, mm. who's going to invest in such a movie? Because, I don't know, I just was very... I didn't see it going really, really well.
0: I see what, where you're coming mm. from. Um, and I was having conversations with a few people that I know in Melbourne. And so one of them is... A lawyer Mm. and i was speaking to her she's she's kenyan but she's lived in melbourne i don't want to say her name but you probably know who this is (laughs) Um, she's lived in melbourne since she was 12 moved back to kenya moved back to melbourne she's been here since she was 17 Mm. um she's now older 20 she's in her 20s late 20s um so she went to uni here she's she's australian yeah She's an Australian citizen. And she, she was telling me when she was applying for jobs, first of all, you're applying for a job. It's difficult as a lawyer when you're a woman because she'd go for interviews and the person would just tell her, we're looking for... The description would be mm-hmm. white male. Looks like this, disqualifications, blah, 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 And she wouldn't fit into anything because yeah. first of all, if you start with the white male, <laughs> I'm already <laughs> out of it. And then on top of that, you're black. Yeah. And for them, they see colour. Like this thing for I don't see yeah. colour, please miss me with that bullshit. Ugh. They do see colour. And it's it's really it was really she says it's really difficult even now mm-hmm. that sometimes her boss would say things to her like, You sound very articulate. Yeah. What the fuck is that? How do you think like, I got into yeah. law school to
1: begin with? And how do you even want me to sound?
0: Like, and every time, like, um, I've experienced this a lot. I think everyone who's, to oh, everyone, every, I know person, what you're every say. person, your English of color, is really nice. Your English really nice. is really good. Yeah. It's like, dude, if anyone tells you that, it means before they spoke to you, they thought you would not be articulate. Yeah. So even continuing with that conversation is really tasking because mm-hmm. there's already a prejudice there. And the fact that a lot of times people are ignorant about it, it's something said so casually. Yeah. It's like, okay, what 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 were you expecting? Yeah. Some Wakandan accent? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what people. Saw. And even if I do have an accent, or like, what is the problem with that? I, I mean, spoke you about understand this also me, with, no? Um, with on with Fatma on yeah. that on that episode, like how yeah, yeah, yeah. guys in from other countries, like if someone has a French accent or an Italian accent. It's sexy. It's exotic. exotic it's and beautiful. La la. And then you with your Kenyan accent, Suji, Kikuyu, yeah. or whatever you're from, Metro accent. That's me describing myself. I didn't have a <laughs> I didn't have those <laughs> accents, but like it's not cool or you don't know how to speak. Or
1: Um, I realized that there's this other thing going on where someone is like, oh, you don't sound, you don't sound Kenyan, you sound British, or you sound like you're from the UK, or you sound like you have, and you're like, okay, um, and they expect you to say thanks, but I, I'm from (laughs) Kenya, and what are you trying to say? Like, I sound Kenyan, because I grew up in Kenya, like, I don't even know how that sounds, but why do you tell me that, like, it's some sort, I should be offended when you're like, oh, you have a Strong in an accent. Like, okay.
0: I don't give a fuck and neither should you. Right! Like, that's me. You take me as I am yeah. or you leave it. And the thing with the accents is you will adapt an accent depending on where you live. Yeah. Like, of course it comes with age. When I came to Australia, I probably wasn't speaking the way I'm speaking right now. Mm. But it's because... Dude, Australian English is something else. Like the way these guys pronounce things is it's different, so difficult, and it's going to be different. It's going to be different anywhere you go in the world, mm. and you have to learn how to speak to people here so that they understand you to begin with. Yeah, and that already is an accent barrier. But when I go back home and I speak like this, someone else is probably gonna say you have an accent. Yeah. So accents, I don't know what the what the issue with accents you is. You know, as long I as realized- you understand me, as in, when it becomes a social status, yeah. that's where the problem comes in. Yeah. Like, why am I getting yeah. considered better because I speak like this? Yeah. You know, actually, there's this
1: um little hints of racism. I didn't realize that last year was a very difficult year. I moved away. I was around, like, I have great friends. Like, um, shout out to Shedza, Chelsea, Woo Woo. I have great friends. And I've always been surrounded by people that I like, I'm comfortable with. And then I come here and people are viewing me as dumb because, you know, I'm African. Or I didn't realize that these things really affected me. I stopped talking to people. I stopped making friends. Um. I never woke up to anyone and... I'm never like, I find it difficult to walk up to someone and be like, hi, how are you? Unless you're like African. Mm. And I, this went on up until Bibin, until my housemate, and she came up to talk to me. And she never asked me like any questions, like, oh, why is your English so good? She never like, she honestly, she looked past it. And I found that weird. I was like, wait, but then I'm African. Like, even her friends had asked her, like, oh, your friends with an African kind of thing, but then oh. Bibi had never looked at it like that, and even her parents, she took, she was taking pictures, she was very close with her parents, and she'd send it to her parents. Her mom put her picture, like her, my picture, and hers as her profile picture, and I was like, this is so cool, but I found it weird, like someone being accommodating of me. Mm. I, I don't know. I felt like I found my skin to be a hindrance of me making friends, like my personality is not my skin. Mm. and up until I met Bibin, I was very stifled. I was not even, I was not so social, and I think I was even on the phone talking to my mom, and I was like, I think I'm losing my sense of humor. I do not know. I don't think <laughs> I'm funny. I don't think I'm funny anymore. I've not been telling jokes. My mom was like, yeah, no, you've you've never been funny. <laughs> You're just funny looking. I was going
0: to say that, but... And I'm like, yeah, but still. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's just, it's hard. That does, it, And that makes you feel homesick. Yeah. Do you want to talk about homesickness? Oh, goodness. Well, does that ever go away? Never. It never goes never, away. Never, my friends. If I'd like to
1: paint a nice, cute picture. Well, you see, when I got here, I was very homesick. But now I
0: love this place. You know what's funny? So, <laughs> when I speak to people... Yeah. No, actually, I wouldn't talk about that. Because if I say you... <laughs> other people who listen to this will know who that is. Mm. And I don't want to put her on blast. Mm. But yeah, let's move on. You tell me. <laughs> I won't. Yeah, I'll tell you afterwards. Yes. But also, guys who who say, I I understand what you feel. You don't fucking understand what I'm feeling. You have your family here. So do your interstate, dude. No, it's
1: different. I have new housemates who um, who, I was about to say his name. <laughs> I have his housemate who um. Man, we need to work on ourselves. I know. I was I was just about to like say I'm his husband. Anyway, so I was coming here. He lives, I don't know where he lives, but he lives like two hours away. And he's like, yeah, this is the first time he's been away from home. He feels very independent. Um, He can see his parents only on the weekends. And I'm like, that was
0: me in boarding school. Are you dumb? (laughs) Like, what are you saying? (laughs) Boarding school is actually a thing here. Like, it's, I mean, it's like a... It's so different to go to boarding school.
1: Yeah. Boarding school is like reform school. Yeah. yeah.
0: Boarding school for us is like, hell yeah. yeah like, hey. Okay, it depends with where you go to school
1: as yeah. well. But it was nice. You'd meet. It, at first, it's scary. But then it's great. It depends with where you go to boarding school. Yeah, but then I even li- you, your my, friends I and all that. I my boarding school experience. You have like memories.
0: Yeah. I yeah. speak to a few, a few guys. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's different. Friendships. <sighs> <laughs> I honestly, I I feel like this
1: area, I don't want to get so emush because, you know, um Daisy's allergic to emotions. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Please refer to the earlier portion of this <laughs>
0: podcast. Well, if they're at this point of the podcast, mm. I'm assuming they listen to the Yeah Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Anyway, um, I was talking to Chelsea today and we were talking about like, I feel very spoiled by my friends. I honestly think that I have there. I think I have the best friends in the world.
0: I think you do. Can I just say, uh. this girl's friends, so her uh. birthday was last month. I suck. I don't plan things. Mm. I actually hate planning things, mm. including my own stuff. Like, mm. I, I don't go all out for birthdays and stuff. And usually our default plan is always, let's go for a movie. <laughs> so every time it's my birthday and we'd be home, it's like, we just used to go for a movie. Yeah. Just because we... We're not creative enough to put a... Actually, that's a lie. We are creative enough. We just don't want to put in time to...
1: And we're chill. Like, we hang yeah. out all the time. I'm comfortable with you. Whatever we do, it's cool. Like, we can just We've go We've been chilling ch- since 97.
0: <laughs> <So, laughs> we can <laughs> just go sit in the park and... Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just never a big deal. Yeah. Anyway, her friends, though. Have Chelsea, Chedza, who else was... Anita... Anita. Who else was that? Ruby. Well, Ruby was in Kenya at this point, so she counts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, her friends are super extra. Like, they used to go I love them all, so much. Used to go home even when you were in high school. Yeah. Anyway, so they planned a birthday. Need I say, none of them are in Australia, okay? <laughs> so at this point, <laughs> I was the only one in Australia. So they planned a whole birthday for her and they put me in a group chat. Of course, when they asked me and said yes, I just didn't know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> But they plan this whole big thing, and yeah. they're telling me what they want to do. And at first, I was like, "Oh my god, that's so nice! Like your friends are beautiful. They're thinking of you." Of course, I can't tell her because it was a surprise. Mm. But then I kept thinking, "I'm like, fuck! I'm the one doing all this work. <laughs> like they're <laughs> telling me what they want. I'm gonna do it." And that's like my biggest nightmare. I just don't want to do. You know, the thing that I
1: really stuff. appreciate about them is, um, so I was asking Chelsea because I feel so spoiled in this in this genre. Like friends, wise. I feel like I scored, like I won the biggest lottery. I do not know what happened and what I did in my previous life to deserve this. But I have the best friends in the whole world. And I was asking Chelsea and Chelsea's like, you just because they know. I feel like anyone who knows me even a little bit, they know that anything that you do for me, you can give me. Literally, like someone gave me a piece of their hand, I still have it, like a strand of their Mm -hmm. braids, and I still have it because I'm very sentimental. And if you give me anything that's meaningful, I'm going to love it. Like whatever it is, I love something that just shows that you know you care or it has meaning. So whatever it is, they knew if they just tell me happy birthday or they all wish me a happy birthday, I'll be happy. But then they do this time and time again, and I do not even understand why. I mean. I just feel so undeserving.
0: Wow. Oh, they're just wait, I cut you short. You're saying something about your conversation with Chelsea. Earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I was talking to Chelsea. So um, the week leading up to my birthday, she was sending me these video messages about like why she loves me, and um, like how I've impacted her life, and it was all just so overwhelming like i'd cry and it was just so beautiful because you don't think the things you do for people that you they're just you don't even think about them and it's like she takes notice of all these things which i love anyway so i'm talking to her today because i hadn't watched the last one i wanted to save it for like when i'm feeling sad but i missed her so much today so i was watching it i talked to her yesterday mind you so i don't know why and video call like she's just there when i do things So I'm talking to Chelsea and um, we talked about everything. Like She asked me how my day was. I talked about how I feel. She follows up about my mental health. Like if you have friends who ask you about your mental health, like that's great. People who ask you not only how are you feeling, like how did you deal with it? How do you think you're going to go moving forward? Like people who have your best interest at heart. It's very rare. Anyway, so we talked about everything and... At the end, she's going to bed and um, I'm a Christian and so is she. So um, before going to bed, she's like, Steph, would you read a Bible verse with me? And I'm like, yeah, okay, what do you want to read about? So we were reading about um, decision making and all that. Mm. And um, after we finished saying that, she's like, I feel like this friendship that we have is so rare. We can talk about anything. You know how sometimes you find it hard to come to someone with one topic, but then you're comfortable with another topic. This one, we talked about everything, even to the point where you know how you pray before going to bed if you're religious or you meditate. Like, she's comfortable being in that space with me. And it it didn't feel weird. It didn't feel like, oh yeah, she was asking and she was nervous or anything. She feels completely... Oh, and I have her initials on my body. So we're just very comfortable with each other, you know? So mm. I <laughs> I feel like... And same with Shadza, you know? When she's having a bad day or... I don't know. I feel close. I feel really, really close to them even though I'm not near them. They're those people who... I don't know. I feel like there are many things in this world. I feel like God has put things in this world for us to realize that He exists or um, a higher being not god necessarily but just for you to realize that or maybe the universe and i feel like this is a gift like this friendship because i've never had such such an interaction and then it's also like bibin also when she was here and even when she's away uh, i I can't explain it but i'm grateful that's the gist
0: (laughs) we get the point um,
1: okay. <laughs>
0: that's nice yeah. shout out to your friends Woo-hoo. oh in the line of shout outs <laughs> shout out to everyone who actually Listen. listens Woo-hoo. and everyone who gives me feedback i I know i said this on take six but it's so cool when people actually respond yeah. also special special shout out to for commenting on, like, SoundCloud and just letting me know how things are going. Mm. And, um, yeah, so our guest today doesn't have... Do you want to share? Uh, no, she doesn't do, like, creative stuff, so we're not going to share her social media mm. pages and stuff. But, yeah, I'll continue with the rest. I just wanted to say this before I forget, but anyway, <laughs> say the <today>, episode <laughs> is over. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I was looking. I was like, okay, Um, I guess we're done here.
0: <laughs> we yeah. ain't done yet. Yeah. Um, So going back to i don't know whatever this conversation is at this point what have you had like an experience with men fetishizing you because you're black
1: always always and it's very disrespectful i've actually had very scary experiences
0: would you like to share some yeah 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 to.
1: sure um so f- Trump experiences are the worst and um you know random guys coming and um there was this guy who it was very weird. I don't even think I've told you this. It was very weird. I was sitting on the tram by myself and um I'm even like were you the only person yeah. on the tram? Yeah, he was going to Deakin. I'm I stay in Balwood which is kinda of far. And um from like stop eight so there was no one on the tram. So this guy got in at around like stop twenty something. And I stopped, my stay stopped 63. So this whole time he was just there and he was staring at me. And he kept on trying to smile. He kept on trying to say hey. And my phone was dead. And so I had to put in earphones and pretend that I couldn't hear him. But he was basically just saying hi, um, hi. And he was he was trying to make eye contact. And I was so scared for him to come closer. So I take my phone and I pretend I was talking and I got off a stop. Like I've done this. I've got off stops earlier. Because men just I don't know, he wasn't saying hi, hi like that. It's like hi, um, chocolate skin or hi, um mm. many people call me African queen or queen. And I'm like
0: <sighs> I am a queen. Just don't call me. D- don't be weird around. Me. You don't
1: know me like that to know okay. m- to know if I'm a queen or and I'm not even
0: I'm not even Do you think they say it in like a cat calling way? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like another way of yeah, cat calling. Yeah, yeah
1: honestly i don't think they call white girls queen okay or (laughs) any other color queens i've never had that
0: okay i've never had that but
1: then you know how um well if you have melanin there's a way you carry yourself and there's you know that view people have of you that you know it's um i can't explain i honestly do not understand it this is still so new to me Mm. and then also like um i've had people on res where I say would be would make comments like, Oh yeah, um, I find Kenyan girls to be so beautiful I'm like, Do you know any Kenyan girls? They're like, No. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you see them? I'm like, Okay, cool. You're just making this very awkward <laughs> and I I don't know. At first at first it never used to bug me, but now you realise it I don't think it used to bug me because I had I had disconnected with my body, with myself but now I'm like, but then I carry a personality inside my body that y- you've just blocked it. There mm. are people who have even asked me, they asked me out here and asked me for dinner or something like that. Just because, oh, listen, there's this oh all goodness. This is so terrible. There's a time I went out with William, um, a friend of mine. Is it fine to say his Shout name? Shout out to
0: William. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I went out with William and there was
1: this girl. Who was dancing so william and i were dancing it was a house party and she would take snaps of me the girl didn't know my name take snaps of me like put her hand around me her arm around me take snaps and then she'd after that she'd just like be posting and probably writing a caption for her snap and then again she'd pick, take pictures around me and then it hit me she wants to look like she has black friends that <laughs> <laughs> um, so was when i was like Oh yeah what
0: oh cool i'm
1: being uh, used i'm a pawn in this okay. game and for me, I was just like, yeah, let's dance!" Like that was one that was I was like very weird. But yeah, I've had all those like, "Oh, um, there's this guy who came up to me, and I thought he'd think it's nice to be straight up." He came up <laughs> to me, and he was like, "Okay, um, if I'm being honest, I really like African girls," and I don't know what he where he thought this
0: conversation would go. Mm-hmm. He just made it weird. Uh, oh. I was I was having this conversation with um a few friends mm-hmm. and so there was three females yeah. and one male and we were just talking about uh experiences uh being fetishized i think that's a word yeah it is or and um what is the line between preference and a fetish and it's something i've been trying to think about also and i'm i'm not really sure i know it but then i know i've had experiences where it's very clear that someone just is there for the sake of your skin colour. Like the one experience that probably my first realization of that was when I got my job, my first job, and it was like my first week or second week or something, and we were cleaning the windows outside and I work on Elizabeth Street, so it's pretty busy. And this guy came over, he looked pretty um he didn't, he wasn't he didn't look homeless. But he looked like he was intoxicated. That's what I can say. But again, he looked, his pants were not as dirty. Like, I wasn't sure. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, so this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, do you know where I can get some chocolate? So I was, uh, uh, at that point, like, cringe. I wasn't, like, I actually didn't register what but he was saying. Because I was looking at him, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, he probably wants, like, a Seven Eleven or something. Mm. And that's what I did. I was like, oh, there's a Seven Eleven down the street that way. There's one <laughs> behind so you. Cute. And then he started <laughs> laughing. And he's like, no, I mean, where can I get some chocolate? And then he winked at me. And I was like, get out of here. Like, that's what I actually that's told so him. Cringe. And then, you know, what really pissed me off is he's like, oh, I'll just walk away because you said please so in that instance that was a fetish that was objectification this that was respectful. racist i'm just like that was borderline ag- it was actually quite aggressive but like, then uh, that really it really bothered me and it's something that i've clearly <laughs> been thinking about for a long time yeah and why do you think it's okay to, to come up to someone things. and say some, something or like even, that to even someone? like
1: touching appropriately i find that People do not see. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm more than my skin. I am carrying this whole personality inside me. Like I am a whole human being. And for you to just come. Like I've had people just randomly grab my shoulder or touch my thigh. Like just randomly. Because touch they Touch my hair. Oh goodness. The hair don't thing. Don't touch my hair. Don't even get me started. I was like skin. I'm not going to say hair. Because that's <laughs> a whole oh, other that thing. Story. That's a whole other thing. Because you do not see me as a human being. Like, you wouldn't, it's quite disrespectful. You don't go up to a person and tell them, oh, I've never had sexual encounters with this kind of race. Like, just thinking about, like, so what? Like, I, what do you want me to do? Like, how do you picture that conversation going? Oh, really? Do you want to change that? Yes, daddy. Like, what What do you, like,
0: how do you think that conversation is going to go? It's really, but I find it really I think it's sadder for other people who take advantage of genuine someone else being in a genuine connection and using that to mm. just fulfil their fetish. Yeah. So I know there's one guy that I met when I came here and he really used to bug me like he wasn't bugging me, but he really tried like to take me out on a date and mm. I was like, Okay, cool. This was like when I was the first three months when I was here or something and then every conversation just revolved around the fact that I was black and he'd make comparisons, so he'd be like He'd say that was a joke, which made me really uncomfortable. We went on two dates and that was it. <laughs> like second date, I was just like, nah. And then, but then everything was always a comparison mm-hmm. between me mm-hmm. and a white girl who he's only like dated before. And once I picked up on that, I just realized he's dating me because he's yeah. never dated yeah. a black girl. And he wants to see how that's going to turn out. And I remember telling him. It's the same thing. Like, we're both females. We just I just happen to be darker than this girl. She Mm. just happens to be white. I happen to be black. All the organs are the same. It's just a different skin tone. So that's the only thing that's different. So for all you men who might be listening and you fetishize, I don't know what your fetish is, Mm. but if your fetish is being with a black woman, it's just skin tone. Mm. The features are the same. Some (laughs) might be bigger, some might be smaller. But like... Daisy man. <laughs> that that actually tune in next week for you, Black Sex Ed. Oh my god! <laughs> but it made me. You know the thing. The reason why I share that story is it made me so insecure mm. to actually want to date white guys. Yeah. Like I am. I I don't have a preference. Like I'm open to anything. But every time someone shows interest, I'm like, Are they showing interest in me because yeah. I am black? You know, or do they actually want to get to know me? So it made me. It made me paranoid and start thinking about that. And it's happened to people. And I've spoken to people where that has happened to them. And it's sad. And it's really... It's fucked up. That's what it, it is. It really,
1: really is. I I was listening to... I've always said that I have a preference. <laughs> that um, But then I feel like I'm, I don't like being disrespected or felt. Or to feel like... Because I was stifled for so long. I don't want to feel like i'm I'm dumb or i have nothing to say i mean i i have opinions and i like to think of myself as a fairly intelligent human being and because of that i always don't want to get into a relationship where i'd end up feeling disrespected or you know to have encounters where i'd feel in- disrespected i've never been that human being like i've never been like you know that vessel i've never looked at myself that way i mean i felt stifled before and disrespected but i've I don't like it. Duh, no one does. And um I was watching this guy's video on Instagram. His name is Chris Chris Crocker. And um he was saying that he doesn't get people who say that they have a preference. Because being saying that you have a preference for one race, it's like you have completely like you are refusing to get to know human beings. You're refusing like you cannot say that this whole continent turns you off like everyone has (laughs) like it's it's weird to have a preference Mm. because if i mean maybe maybe physically maybe you might be attracted to one thing but then like this idea of all preference i'd want to get into a relationship with this kind of guy it kind of blocks someone and maybe it's because they're scared of certain things or stereotypes or you know but you counting down a whole continent a whole country it's ridiculous because there are seven billion people on this planet and
0: i think it's different for every I've, i've spoken so when we had that conversation initially with the group of friends that i was with one um something that came out is some people like some i know of someone who would prefer to date only black men she's um mixed race she's black no she's black um but it's changed, like, in general. She's, ha- she's half... She's mixed race. Um, yeah. But she'd prefer to date black men. And her reason is, she doesn't want to spend her time educating
1: yeah
0: white men on why... On race.
1: Yeah. And...
0: And you... Even, even And all these political things. Yeah. Again, it's all... It's not just that. I know it's, like, different for everyone. And maybe it's because of her experiences before and what she's gone through before. It depends with who you're dating as well. Yeah. So, I guess preference, um, preferences and fetishes. I mean, I was looking at different. my
1: relationship with my husband, um, Bibin. I
0: thought you were going to say husband. I'm like, oh ah, yeah, my yeah. Ah. You got me?
1: I have something to tell you. <laughs> mm. Anyway, I was looking at my relationship and um there's so many things she was asking me. There are things I was asking her and... At never at one point did I ever think, or oh, racism or something like that. Because that's the closest relationship that I've had with someone who had probably never been... You know, it's Indonesia. You don't think there's so many black people there. Mm. And um so she was asking me all these things. And she did it in a way. I honestly think she should be president. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> other than the fact that she's silly as she should be president. Because she does... There are things you can do, and I was thinking if I'm in an interracial relationship like Bibin and I, if I get to a point where I'm comfortable with a man, to the extent that I was with Bibin from another race, that would be fine if they ask me questions and I wouldn't mind educating them. Mm -hmm. But then it's because we're very defensive and some people ask with contempt or being disrespectful. Yeah. You know, first of all, try to learn and blam the room. Like, I don't know. You also, you just don't go straight into asking all these things. Like, when you meet a girl, when you meet just an ordinary girl, you'd want to get to know her. And I feel like that's the first step. Get to know me. I don't carry Kenya behind my back. I'm from Kenya. I'm proud of where I am. But then, I am a human being. I never looked at me coming to or me growing up i never used to it's like i wasn't training for people ask me questions about kenya about all these things <laughs> and that's how bibin was like we got to know each other so well like you know who you are and i find it it's so hard for people to bypass that whole i'm from africa kind of thing yeah it's a barrier every conversation you have and it's it. difficult back at home do when they have obvious, this back at home do they have that
0: you're from africa yeah yeah. And it's, it's, uh, to be honest, it may, most of the time, it's just a conversation starter. Yeah. Hey, and where are you from? <laughs> it's, it's not
1: even... I don't have a problem with that. It's just that that's not who I am exactly. Like, even when I was back at home, I knew I was from Kenya. And, I you know, I'm Kenyan and I'm black. And it's not something that I'm proud of that. Mm. It's just that it's not like my whole life I was training to answer questions about Africa. I spent time developing so many things. I've done... Things that I'd want to talk about, they're things that I'm interested in. Other than, oh, so in Africa, do they have this? Or in Africa, tell me more about Africa, so where are you from? And all that. And I find it, people do not bypass that. I've found really, really few people by myself who bypass that.
0: I guess it's also, it depends with how many people... They get to meet,
1: yeah.
0: Also, and how many conversations they're having. Yeah. You're probably one of the few people they get to meet, and that's that's what happens when you're in a predominantly white country. You you never spoke about your blackness Back in at Kenya as much, unless it's now a colorism thing, and it's like, oh, I want to bleach my skin or like lighter. Yeah. Skin, girls or hair are more beautiful like relaxing hair yeah relaxing hair natural Mm. hair and like tapered cuts So that it was just a it's a different conversation because the setting is different if you go to brazil the conversation is going to be different there is a huge population of black people but then the struggles they're going through in terms of racism is different and we probably were never going to have a conversation about race Mm. if we didn't show up here and we didn't live here but it's because we are now actively involved in the race conversation and being a part of um, a huge like when you're the minority and you have to deal with it but then I find myself not even thinking about it that much yeah and I was speaking to one of my friends a while ago this was last year oh, it was Daniel actually was on the first episode and he said shout sometimes it. Yeah, mm. shout out also check out his music
1: <laughs> hashtag spawn <laughs>
0: <laughs> what
1: sponsored
0: Uh, Mm, Spawn (laughs) S (laughs) P-O-N Thanks for making it clear But he was saying um, When he walks around Mm. He doesn't think of himself as being black Like he doesn't think of That race in his head
1: Yeah
0: And because I've met people who Sometimes it feels like they're just looking out For someone to bash and be angry at For the things they're going through because they're a minority. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, no one has time for that. There are very few of us on this planet. like In terms of black people, we're fewer than everyone else, if anything. And in Australia, I don't even know how much of the population is for black people here. Because mm-hmm. in the States, it's like 13%. That's the States. That's... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, As like in Australia, it's probably like 1% or something. Mm-hmm. So if you start bogging yourself down because of everyone who's being racist, you're not going to you just, just going to be gonna depressed. Be, and plus, and you have one you, life, man. You know what bothers me is when someone's being openly racist and they're shouting those racist lies, and I think I said this somewhere, like, wrote it down on some post or something, mm-hmm, in their mm-hmm. mind, they think they're right. And anything you tell them is not going to change their mind. Yeah. Like, that one person who's like, you nigger, you black person, like, shouting at you, that person, somewhere in his mind, he's made up his mind, and he thinks what he's saying is right. And you, responding to that and playing to that, you're just giving him what he wants. Because why do you think he's shouting at you? He's drawing attention to you. Or she. Oh, man, guys, don't kill mm-hmm. me. Um, but there's he's, he's, he's wanting a reaction. Yeah. And I remember a few, I think it was earlier this year, there was a protest for Milo, I don't know how to pronounce it last year, no? correctly, Milo Minneapolis. Mm. Oh, I don't know, that racist dude, that fascist, I mean, that racist guy, I don't know <laughs> if he's a fascist, um, but they took it to Flemington, which is a predominantly Muslim um, neighbor. There's a lot of mu- Muslim refugees yeah. where the, the government housing is and the guys who organized it were being interviewed and they said in the interview that they took it there because they wanted a response and they knew they'd get that response there if they went to Flemington and they did get that response yeah. but what did we what did the people get responding to that they just gave them what they what, wanted yeah. because these guys it's not like they left there thinking, oh, I'm racist, I should probably change. No, it's like, oh, we brought it to them, we triggered them, yeah. they responded, they got hurt because the cops were not, <laughs> the cops were actually against the residents of the area. Mm. And I'll see like old aunties holding up banners and they're like, yeah. fuck Donald Trump, fuck. And I'm like, do these aunties know what they're <laughs> saying? Like they're in hijaz, like the whole pool of burqa you Probably from, can like, just speak. Yeah, swimming. auntie, as in, <laughs> do you know yeah. what you're saying? But then I guess what I'm trying to say also is if you're part of organising a... Protest. A protest. (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to remember the word. (laughs) Also try and make your intention very clear. Yeah. And before you attend a protest, know what your role is in that protest. And what outcome you want and and what outcome? Yeah, that's all. Like what is your intent? And you attending that protest, Mm -hmm. what is your intent? And if you feel like both intentions our line speaking about do intention it. yeah
1: i was talking to i was talking to i think Cello chelsea and um i watched this series called the good place and um at the end so it's this thing where if you do something good you get points if you get something bad you get minus points so depending on what your points are you go to either heaven or hell the concept of heaven or the concept of hell so it's the good place or the bad place and, um, she was trying to do all these things after she passed on, but then she was only doing it to get into heaven mm. and no points were being added. Yeah. So because oh, her, her intention, if it's your selfish. intentions are corrupt, then the outcome, like it doesn't count. It doesn't count. If your intentions are corrupt, if like intention is everything, it's the backbone of everything. Mm. Why are you being nice to someone? Yeah. Like why, what are you doing?
0: You know, what was mm. mind blowing that I, th- I was thinking about the other day mm. in friends, that episode where phoebe was like no one's genuinely nice yeah. everyone does something nice because they want it was joey nice. it was joey oh yeah. yeah it was joey there's yeah. no
1: selfish good deed
0: no all good deeds are selfish I yeah, think yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah that was oh the yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yes, um sorry. and i started thinking about it when people and i've i've done this before and you say oh i did this so for i can for
1: recognition
0: no not even for recognition so i can make like me helping someone else makes me feel better yeah so are you helping someone else because you want to feel (laughs) better and it really made me think of a lot of things that we do but i've been trying to also do things with intention and Mm -hmm. a lot of weight is placed upon creative people Mm -hmm. and i think if you listen to this and you're creative you have a lot of influence Mm -hmm. on your audience on a lot of people and so make your intention clear and also think about your intention. Don't just do this because you don't do and things And representation you really matters. Oh my God, I said that exact yeah. word today. Mm. Because what you see, this I was watching, I watched this last year, but it was a comedy special by Hasan Minhaj. Mm. Bless his soul. He's so funny. You should all watch it. It's called Homecoming. And he said, he, when he was growing up, he's Indian, he never saw someone like him mm. on the screen doing what he does yeah and so he never thought he would get to that point because he doesn't see it and that's the one thing i was really happy with in black panther mm. the representation of women was phenomenal like zuri okay if you haven't watched black panther by this point mm. by the way as in, i don't know what you're doing but mm. if you're listening spoiler a lot but like zuri was a geek she's doing all this amazing stuff, like, she's so smart, and she's, I think she's only 16 or something, I don't know mm. how old she is, but she's pretty young, and I was looking at um the few movies that I've watched that always have the tech, there's always a techie guy who's, like, oh, dealing yeah. with all the cool stuff, that was doing for Black Panther, the only other movie that I've watched, note, that I have watched, <laughs> that has a female doing that, was... Um, Kingsman mm. and that was Halle Berry it's always a male person doing it so representation if if a young girl sees that I can be that
1: like I'm so proud of this next generation I'm proud that my kids are gonna grow up seeing people like Lupita Nyong'o being leads and um, you know Zuri what's her name
0: Letitia right
1: yeah but is it Letitia yes 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 it is
0: it is I followed her recently okay go on <laughs> I think so actually. I think <laughs> <laughs> Thomas. No, it's I know it's right. I just I'm not sure if its her first name is Leticia. Man, look at us. Yeah, it is Leticia, right? Yeah. I was right.
1: You were right. Go on. Anyway, yeah. Like I'm proud of I'm happy my kids are going to see this. Like these are going to be the leads in movies. Yes. Yeah.
0: Looking forward to an amazing future. Ooh. Well, this has been a great conversation we Have a lot to talk about. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll probably continue with this another time.
1: That's what you say with all your guests. I don't feel special. Oh, uh, well,
0: You're well like, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna
1: continue this, continue. no, but I want
0: to. <laughs> okay, Continued. everyone, writes
1: the comments like, Where's Dev? Bring back
0: Steph. Oh, we love her. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Continuing <laughs> this doesn't necessarily mean not the podcast, but yeah. it would be great if you want to come back. I would, and we can organize that. This was really. Thank you so much for listening tell us what you think about this and catch you next time